Welcome to Cosmic Explorations Podcast, written by the Cosmos, narrated by Teva Cristina. Exploring the universe in and of us through a cosmic storytelling of astrology and a playful invocation of zodiac archetypes that live inside all of us, taking us on a wild ride through all areas of life, tasting the fullness of our being and inviting us into a sassy, sensual shadow play, which is what the realms of cosmic aspirations bring to you. <laughs> Putting this little feature of distortion on my mic to use. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> and you're cute for being here. Welcome to another Cosmic Explorations episode dedicated to the Virgo archetype. And no matter whether you have significant Virgo placements or not, like the distorted intraset, these archetypes are alive in all of us. They are just reflecting different qualities and aspects of life and our inner potential. And so depending on your unique energetic blueprint, your birth chart, they are going to be shining through you in different ways. So today we are diving into the bliss of the Virgo archetype and themes that this zodiac sign is connecting us to. This archetype is one of an earthly healer, a dedicated server, a connector of all the beautiful aspects that form purposeful alignment and holistic well-being. However, <laughs> in popular astrology, or shall I say pop astrology, the stereotypical kind of astrology, a definition of a Virgo archetype is probably going to be quite different. So if you are someone with significant Virgo placements, especially moon, sun or rising, I'm sorry <laughs> if you had to grow up with a very distorted, limited version of your dominating archetype. However, that probably goes for all of the signs. Unfortunately, but that's why we're here to kind of burst those stereotypes and connect to the essence that this energy brings, to connect to the wider field of exploration that the zodiac signs offer us. So I want to draw upon the previous signs because the natal chart is a progression, an evolution of our soul's human journey. <laughs> So we learned a lot from the previous five signs and coming from Leo that connected us to our pleasure and joy. Now Virgo comes in and asks us, how are we channeling this energy? What are we using it for? This radiance, this shine, this pleasure. What is the purpose of it? How is it serving us or how do we want to serve with it? So Virgo, at its essence, the way I see it, is about stepping into our divine power, our worth, our purpose. At the core, it is about personal mastery, the mastery of self. Because if you look at the astrological wheel, when you divide it into half, the lower half, the first six signs, are personal development. It's about learning about ourselves. And Virgo is the last of this 
half cycle, bringing through the refinement. And then it progresses on to the upper half of the astrological sign uh, wheel, which is more about relating to others, putting the self into the context of the larger unity, the larger spectrum. So with Virgo, we already know a lot about ourselves. But now how do we bring all of these pieces into alignment? And this is what Virgo stands for, the holistic alignment. And if you wish, I can invite you on a little cheeky game. I will be saying alignment a lot during this episode. (laughs) If you wish to create a little, not drinking game, perhaps you want to do like a push-up game or like do something good for your body because Virgo... Uh, connects us to the body, promotes the well-being, please do so. But it's surely about combining the strength of the mind and the strength of the body here. And the two rulers of Virgo, the more traditional one being Mercury, the planet of communication, mental processes, perception, and the more modern one being Chiron, which is technically not really a planet. It's sometimes called a minor planet, but I call it asteroid. For me, it's an asteroid that is called the wounded healer. And to me, it has a lot to do with healing also on the physical level. But as we know, (laughs) we have many more bodies than just the physical one. In yoga, they're called koshas and they come in many different layers. Besides the physical body, koshas recognize the energetic body, the mental body, the wisdom body, and also the bliss body. And you can read more about it on the internet, about koshas. I'm not going to go deep into them right here. But the point that I'm trying to make is that it is truly about the layers, the details that Virgo connects us to in bringing it all together into this holistic alignment. When you do research koshas, what you will often notice is that the physical body is considered to be the external layer. And then all of the rest of them go suddenly more inside and into the heart, all the way to the bliss body, the anandamaya kosha, it's called. And so in a way, it really shows how the body holds it all. And all of these bodies, they are connected. They're not separate from one another. So the fact that Virgo rules the sixth house that is also assigned to our health, our well-being, the injuries and diseases, it really teaches us how, you know, the body is the one that holds it all. And this is the premises of the embodiment, right? How if we don't shift something in our posture, in the way that we move, It's hard to truly bring all of these shifts that are happening internally into the physical, into the practical. So you can start from the outside or you can start from the inside or preferably you can combine both simultaneously or all of them simultaneously. So it's a beautiful invitation in the Virgo season or whatever Virgo transits there are or any time in your life, really. But especially as the way that I work with astrology, with the sun astrology, is that wherever sun resides, it's basically like a compass, an invitation for us to deepen our understanding and come into (coughs) deeper holistic alignment (laughs) uh, in that area of life. So it's a beautiful creation. 
And with this, it's an invitation to check in with your body, to see where there might be misalignments happening, where ah, you can take better care of your body through your routines, through your daily engagements. This is a area of Virgo aspirations as well. So I guess one of the um, stereotypes for Virgo would be that they can be a little anal, <laughs> a little uh, like obnoxiously organized, slightly OCD. <laughs> but there is this quality of cleaning, cleansing, clearing, not necessarily just improving, but the word that I like to use is realigning. There's this purification effect in Virgo happening. And, and Virgo is derived from a Latin word, virginis, I think. Uh, that means, that literally means a virgin. And even like in my personal language, my, pers my native language, my mother tongue, Slovenian, uh, Virgo is called devica, which is the virgin. And this kind of connects us to that symbolism of the purity, the Virgin Mary archetype from Christianity. Now, there have been so many distortions of the Virgin Mary archetype, but the way that I think her essence is still being of that divine mother, the healer, the sage, the symbolism of purity. But the way that I would like to per perhaps feel into her in this context is that she, as a human, gave birth to the divine. She became a channel of divine wisdom. And this is what Virgo energy connects us to. What do we need to purify, realign, organize in our lives to become these channels of div divine wisdom, one that is grounded, practical, because Virgo is the earth sign, one that is able to initiate through the cardinal quality to bring that healing empowerment and improvement to our earthly ways. <laughs> and the purity in all of this has nothing to do with sexuality and her being a sexual virgin. That has been bananas. Just not in the vagina. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was like a very spontaneous one that came through. <laughs> being a channel of divine wisdom. <laughs> but it is the purity of her heart that allowed her to be that channel. So it's again about reframing what purity means. Because you can go on all of kinds of cleanses of the liver, the kidney, the body through fasting. And yes, this is actually what Virgo is going to promote. <laughs> Alternative source of healing, energy healing, um, Reiki and so on. But what I want to bring this conversation to is truly the purity of the heart that is reflected in Mary's devotion her devotion to love, her devotion to being in service to the divine, to the higher purpose. This is what made her a pure channel to be able to bring, well, 
the Christ consciousness into the physical. And that's the portal of Virgo, which is also reflected in the axis, the opposition to Pisces on the other side, which is all about the the spiritual, the outwardly, the astral, the field of oneness and transcendence. So bringing that through the way we show up in the world, the way we are able to master ourselves, our own personal energy. And as we know, with the story of Virgin Mary, more or less, whatever access of information we have, but being pregnant as a virgin, we know that this can was seen by some as a blessing and to others as a curse, a sin. And I think this is what Virgo teaches us. One, with the ruler being Mercury, that it is the power of the mind that decides whether we're going to see life circumstances and our limitations as dreadful, not good enough, where we go into the shadow aspects of Virgo that is highly critical, has really high expectations and can go into perfectionism that spills over to anxiety of not being able to meet the holy divine standards. And this is something that I've been personally struggling with throughout my life, having my south node, the point of karma, something that I am transcending, transmuting in this life, being very perfectionistic and aiming for the highest and being burdened by my earthly limitations. I cannot tell you how many times I have sat in a ritual crying about the fact that I'm a human (laughs) and that I'm not able to transcend my humanness, that I am in bliss and blessing of my human limitations. This human experience that like I said, is a blessing and a curse. And Mercury reminds us of a choice that we have of how we're going to perceive this, of what stories we're going to make out of whatever it is in life that we are facing. And then on the other hand, there is Chiron, the wounded healer, which is literally showing us the path of transmuting our pain into our power. Chiron is going to be the point in chart that is going to reveal our deep source of pain, suffering, and wounding. It is that soft spot, the part of us that feels wounded, sensitive, and vulnerable. And it's sometimes also referred to as uh, the soul wound because it can be deeply karmic. In Greek mythology, where Chiron is derived from, it is seen as a half-horseman that was abandoned at birth, but then raised by the gods. So on one hand, there is this pain of childhood wounding that has kind of been given to Chiron at birth, and in a way that is connected to our karma, what we already bring through for our soul to experience and work through in this lifetime. And at the same time, it is the conditioning of our society and our childhood. But then seeing the progression of Chiron that is raised by gods and, and is able to cultivate such deep wisdom from the painful experiences that he 
was blessed with <laughs> and becomes extremely wise teacher a healer a sage a being of divine wisdom that you know continues to carry his woundings on many levels on the physical and emotional because the process of healing and purity is not about being completely practically free of the experiences it is being liberated from the burdens that they carry not falling victim to them but actually allowing them to elevate us connect us even deeper to our life purpose our life mission and to root even deeper into love so chiron isn't just about pain it also represents the great potential we have to heal ourselves and others through our own painful experiences and turn them into spiritual growth. Ultimately, it shows us how to learn from our pain and use it as a source of strength. And it teaches us that our deepest and most sensitive wounds can actually be a bridge to the most profound forms of healing for ourselves and for others. You know, how are our deepest insecurities, fears, doubts, suffering, pain, how are they serving us? How can we arrive to the higher understanding of pain, receive the gifts that it is bringing to us, and at the same time, not get stuck in the healing process, not get stuck in the forever improving and chasing difficult experiences in order to grow? Because the gift of the Virgo energy comes with that analytical power. And trust me, having South Node in the sixth house that belongs to Virgo, and also knowing my human design chart, I have this activated, strongly activated channel of improvement. I do have an ability to constantly see areas of potential growth, expansion and improvement. But this analytical mind can then become a burden in its own way where we are not ever able to arrive at a place of ease and satisfaction if we don't know how to work with this energy, of course. So here comes this balancing aspect that I see where we can hold both of the realities in a way being like Pisces and Virgo where Virgo is acknowledging that on this physical plane, there will always be room for improvement. We will always have that next step in front of us, that more, better, wider, deeper. There's always going to be more ahead. And on the other side, having that idealistic, romantic, deeply spiritual Pisces, that reminds us of the perfection of all that is. How at the end of the day, it is all divine and nothing really matters. And in all of the beautiful serving and pursuits that we do in this physical reality, in this human manifestation, how at the end of the day, it comes down to surrender, to letting go, dissolving into the perfection of creation and the embrace of the higher consciousness. So I understand that getting stuck in this healing process can be quite easy because yes, like 
suffering is the greatest king of humanity and we are deeply conditioned for it and it's conditioning that lives in the body and in the subconscious which is again the realm of Pisces in some ways um, it can get tricky but if you're able to make that choice rooted in the conviction and devotion to that higher alignment it can unlock the most incredible transformations So in this devotion to love and truth, during this Virgo season, what can you let go of? What is unnecessary? What is not supporting your highest alignment, your juiciest alignment? What is not guiding you on the path of your soul's purpose, your life mission? Because I see life purpose and life mission as actually two different things. For me, life purpose is more on a soul level, which is simply to experience life in its fullness, to experience love in many, many different forms that it manifests on planet Earth. Yes, also in pain and fears and insecurities and recognizing the purity of it all and also not getting stuck in it, in it for longer than needed to taste the polarity of living and not get stuck in the details get too hooked on the little things because yeah the gift of virgo is seeing through the layers the details but don't get caught up with the trivial what is not essential what doesn't really matter what is not supporting that holistic alignment on the body, mind, heart, soul, womb level, earth level, collective level, all of the fucking levels. Virgo, with this rational approach from Mercury, has a strong discernment. And this is where we use it. Also in the organization of our everyday lives, the application of the focused energy that we have access to. Virgo is often seen as this hard worker, right? Able to create consistency and direct effort into completing tasks. And that's beautiful. We want that. But coming back to the question, how is this serving us? What are we being in service to? What are we being in devotion to? And allowing this deeper wave of energy and flow to guide our way through and help us efficiently to use the Virgo word navigate this human life and this efficiency is also going to look very specific to you it is not only dependent on the results and how much we can do in the shorter possible time but it also combines the side effects of that the little that are not so little things in the process. Like, how do you take care of yourself? Are you getting enough rest? Are you including enough things that light you up in your everyday? How are you allowing yourself to be in pleasure, receive pleasure, play with life? It is the kind of efficiency that is combining all the details of the bigger picture that is about that holistic well-being that is sustainable and serving you on all the levels. And 
and this devotion to the divine that is one of surrender and trust through Virgo to be of service I truly feel is one of the central uh, guiding points through the Virgo energy and I feel like often the spiritual leaders and coaches and mentors are going to give you an advice to devote to something higher, serve something wider, something that is bigger than you. What is that bigger why of why you do things? And up until yesterday, I deeply resonated with that. <laughs> and then I had a conversation with my projector friend. It's actually Joanne that was on the podcast in Taurus season where we talked about sustainable abundance, the money mindset, but also holistic well-being and self-care, which Taurus connects us as well, the other earth sign of the zodiac. So if you didn't drop into that episode, it was a beautiful one. And Joanne, I feel like it's such a such an incredible, exquisite human being. <laughs> And she can trigger me in such beautiful ways. So when I presented this notion of like, yeah, okay, to kind of transcend my own personal emotional fluctuations and not get dragged into my personal drama when serving the world through my business, through the sacred tools of astrology, Akashic records, embodiment, sensual shadow play that I wave in my personal magic space <laughs> she in her own adorable ways straight up called bullshit on it and i love that my libra loves new perspectives my sagittarius moon is excited about new angles of understanding and my scorpio my scorpio loves to go deeper so i gave it a feel and i see I see this different perspective where this notion of being of service that is connected to the energetics of purity and altruism of like, okay, like I am here of divine service, how that can become a mask and a trap of its own. Because one thing is being of service and the other thing is becoming a servant. How often in this notion of being of service, we become a servant to another kind of ideology behind it. So a call to use that discernment to see where we are hiding behind a greater why, where we are not taking full ownership for our personal alignment. And there is a fine balance between surrender and self-leadership in this. Where are we acting from a sense of pleasure to serve, to prove something, to appear as a good human being that is of service to something greater, but actually we are not being in integrity with our holistic alignment? When are we serving others when this service is not serving us? And if it's not serving us, if it's not serving our personal alignment, how can it be contributing to the higher alignment then? So this greater why, you know, it can be a beautiful lift up, a deepening to help us rise above and release the personal baggage, transcend and contribute to 
Ah, the greater good of everyone. <laughs> But to not take the collective baggage in the process of it. To not take the definition of what alignment should look like from anyone else but your own inner compass based on your self-mastery. What works for your energetic blueprint. And this is where the sacred tools of understanding, the systems to understand energies like astrology, human design, jinkies, enneagram and so on come so beautifully in to widen our field of perception and allow us to get deeper in touch and unlock the channels of accessing these different areas of our beings to integrate them more deeply and embody the full potential that this beautiful manifestation of our soul on in the human form represents and holds and came here for but what virgo so beautifully brings through is that virgo is, does not stop at just understanding as an earth sign ruled by mercury which is the mental sphere like we said before it wants application of it it wants to embody it coming back to the body and integrate it through everyday pursuits how are you living your devotion how are you living your service what are you choosing and how are you projecting it into your daily life and this is why the magic formula the proven strategy that many coaches will sell you might not work for you i had this experience earlier this year when i was enrolled in a pretty high priced coaching container but the magic formula did not work magically for me because my energetics work differently and it was still a valuable experience as all of them are and it brought many many realizations but bringing that discernment that this was not in alignment or it probably was in alignment for the lesson that i needed to learn to bring me into deeper alignment and what i see as a gift of astrology human design and other lenses of reflection and understanding our unique energetics is that they kind of give us a shortcut they kind of give us mm, the understanding the road map to our unique authentic embodied flow so that we can serve ourselves and consequentially is that a word <laughs> others even here you know bringing that discerning nature that is deeply rooted in the truth of you to understanding the systems because for example as line as the conscious line 5 in human design i'm a profile 2 5 of manifesting generator emotional everything in my chart is super emotional <laughs> um but the line 5 suggests that i'm a problem sol- solver but actually focusing on other people's problems has never worked for me 
And as I was in that coaching container, that was kind of like the emphasis of it all. If you focus on other people's problems, solving what they're struggling with, this is what will get you clients. And it's like, oh, that, that does not feel good in my body. That does not inspire me. That does not empower me or the other. You know, and as much compassion and understanding I can have for other people's struggles, ultimately, I'm not settling for this. <laughs> yes, we recognize the problems. We love the woundings. We own up to the insecurities. But I don't want to go into victimizing anyone. I'm here to empower you by, yes, bringing the misalignments to the table, but essentially recognizing how they are here as a building block of that alignment. Not to carry it through, but hold on to the pain, but to integrate it in yummy, playful, pleasurable ways. Cosmic aspirations! <laughs> um, but yeah, so diving deeper into this human design profile, I came to realize that my wisdom does not come from solving problems. My wisdom comes through spending time diving into my deep natural wisdom, which is that line two. And I can see beautiful correlations here with my stallium in the 12th house. And I can go on and on, but the way that I serve in the most alive, powerful and aligned way is focusing on my own mastery, recognizing my own mastery and recognizing others in that wholeness and that is this virgo pisces axis that i see here as well on one hand where virgo zooms in pisces zooms out where the virgo takes care of the everyday flow the routine that supports the bigger picture it is the pisces that reminds us of that bigger cycle you know they beautifully bridge the worldly and the spiritual where the Virgo is honoring the concrete, the practical manners, Pisces helps us to fuel it with our purpose. In this manner, I see Pisces at that life purpose, the bigger, deeper experience of our soul, whereas the Virgo is that human experience of how are we practicing our soul's lessons? How are we putting them into action? You know, from Piscean imagination and fantasy to Virgo translating it in grounding ways and applying strategy to these higher visions that are guiding us in our hearts. Where Pisces is opening us up to our intuition, Virgo energy expresses it through the body and adds logic to it all to connect it. It's a perfect synastry between the spirit in you and the human of you. It's all about mastering our divine humanness. And the sacred tools can help us understand this path, this story, especially astrology that is a little bit more on the poetic side of it all. I don't know, I always saw astrology as more on a poetic, romantic, artsy side of energetic interpretations, whereas human design to me, it's quite a Virgo-tasting <laughs> tool uh, that is more systematic, rational, logic-driven, more mm, 
mechanical with all of the centers and channels where A goes into the B. But essentially, they are again showing us the interconnectedness of it all, where the astrology reveals the story. Human design is, I think, slightly more directly practical of showing how this story is revealing in the body, in the physical. And I am so happy to announce that this Virgo season feature episode, oh, I'm bringing woof, a powerhouse of a human. I am slightly intimidated by the wisdom that she weighs through. Her aura is... It really sends shivers through my spine of recognizing the ancient wisdom that she breathes. Um, And she will be bridging with us the wisdom of astrology and human design and how they are connected. And I just want to fucking celebrate what a blessing and a gift it is to be able to have access to these ancient wisdoms, ancient wisdoms that are literally imprinted in our DNAs, that we literally carry everywhere we go in our expression. So a beautiful reflection for connecting to the Virgo archetype in you is feeling into your, I'll let you drink again, holistic alignment. What are you choosing? What are you creating? How are you serving? What are you in service to? What is that guiding force in your life, that devotion that allows you to focus your energy and be efficient in your pursuits? Efficiency meaning that What you do is in return serving you too. And this alignment of joy and pleasure at the end of the day, that like the pleasure is my guidance, the pleasure that goes beyond the physical hedonistic uh, satisfactions, but the pleasure of the soul that is experiencing the fullness of life and itself. The purity that is not judgmental and dividing and separating, but purity that embraces the divinity of everything. And through this recognition and acceptance, I truly think is one of the powerful doorways into deeper transformation. If we are going to fight certain imperfections and limitations, our fears and insecurities, our woundings and conditionings from a place of lack, from a place of judgment, from wanting to get rid of, to fix something because it's wrong, I don't think we're getting far. I think it's first in the acceptance, embrace, inviting it into the loving space that allows it to come back to its essential form. So, as a guidance for this Virgo season and beyond, what I would love to present to you as an offering (laughs) is the thought of seeing everything through the eyes of perfection and love. Seeing everything as 
It is already perfect and exactly right. I know this goes against this principle of Virgo being here as an improver. But if we first land into the space of there's nothing wrong, it is exactly how it's supposed to be. And then approaching the transformation, not from a place of urgency and wrongness, but from a place of compassion, devotion to love and truth. How does that shift? How does your life change? If you were embodied in the knowing that there is nothing wrong with you, how would your flow go if you knew that it was going exactly as it's meant to? What kind of steps would you make in life if you knew that you could not go the wrong direction, you could not make a wrong choice? Or rather, how would you live if you knew that each and every decision that you make is exactly right? And again, that doesn't mean that you don't make mistakes, <laughs> that you don't feel like you're out of alignment. Although one of the teachers on the path that I've had, Ashay Sundara, it really stayed with me what she said in one of the sessions that you know, there is no such thing as being out of alignment. <laughs> we are either in alignment or we are getting into deeper alignment. We could argue that we are just always getting into a deeper alignment. And that's the progression that Virgo recognizes, right? There is always more. And what is here now, it's already perfect. And in this shifting of my own perfectionistic tendencies, I think I shared this on the podcast before, but I will keep saying it because sometimes it needs a little bit of that repetition where I can be highly critical of myself and have high expectations. Feeling like there's never enough, I can always do more. And that's the feminine nature in some ways. <laughs> but remembering that my heart remembers the perfection of my soul. Your heart knows the limitless nature of your essence. At the core, you know the divine quality that you are made of. And then our mind comes along <laughs> that projects that expectation of perfection into our little human that just comes with a set of worldly limitations that are beautiful. And in this contained frame of life on earth, there is incredible level of freedom available as well. It's called enlightenment. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But just in recognizing, accepting that this is the playground that we get to fully experience. If you're fully devoted to being in this form, in this life that was given to you, fully welcoming all of the experiences that come your way and <sighs> using them to come into deeper holistic alignment. Mm. How does that feel in your body? 
how are you receiving the energetics of this deeper holistic alignment? Sure, I could ask, how does it look? What do you do to get into this deeper holistic alignment? But the energetic trick is to tune into how does it feel in your body and to arrive into this sensation, into this feeling embodied space and allow the path to open up from there. The energetics to lead the way from this deep devotion in service to love. If you wish to connect with me for the cosmic exploration through astrology, Akashic records, tarot, embodiment practices, and loving the health ritualistic space that allows you to feel into all of these layers of holistic alignment. The key word of today, I guess that's going to be the title of this podcast. And I'm here in service to you, to me, to our highest, truest, most loving paths and love, always bringing more love through through pleasure, play, liberated expression, some weird ass embodiment practices. Uh, I'm here for it all, like a good manifesting generator. <laughs> and I cannot wait to connect with you further. Much love.